get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Rivers and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line where we are joined by Jeremy Rutherford. He's the Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. JR, what's going on, man? Not too much, guys. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing all right. So, JR, yesterday you really bummed me out. I got to be yeah, honest way to go, with you. JR. So I was listening to the fast lane, and I, I typically expect JR to put me in a good mood because, you know, he's just a happy-go-lucky guy in general. And he gets on there, and he's talking to the guys, and he's basically saying something to the effect of, hey, you know, uh, this isn't as done of a deal as we all kind of are suggesting that it is. Can you give me a little bit more clarity on what you meant by that? Are, are we going to watch the end of this postseason? Yeah, Rivs, I did the uh, interview, and all of a sudden I get a text uh, when I'm when I'm done from uh, BK, and he says, oh, you're Mr. Negative. You, uh, you're bumming me out here. So I was like, what did I say? What did I say? Uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying in terms of, uh, I think there's just some skepticism in terms of what's this going to look like for the players. I think that's what it really boils down to. And so the playoff format, as Braden Chen told you guys, is something that they felt uh, hey, you know, whatever works best for everybody, let's just go play hockey. But I think now, as you guys have probably been talking about for the past couple of weeks, you get to a point where you're going to get into phase two and potentially phase three, and they're going to have to have some hard negotiations and discussions on what the bubble is going to look like in the pod cities. And all I'm trying to say is that players could say, look, this just isn't worth it. And Jamie knows it. I know it. We've talked to players who just say it, it's not worth it. That's what they're thinking now, and they haven't even gotten to the negotiation. So all that said, all it takes is for the league to come up with a good plan for there to be good dialogue, and if they can reach that point where it makes sense for everybody, they can still play. So I don't want to turn anybody off and, and say that there's not going to be hockey. I just think that when you hear that the playoff format is set in stone and the league says we're coming back, everybody thinks it's automatic. Well, if we don't have the NHL, we're just personally going to blame you, JR, for it, okay? <laughs> yeah, probably, um, right. <laughs> no, but to your point, okay, and I'm going through this um, on the youth sports side with Synergy Hockey. We're trying to put together a plan, uh, a guideline as to what it's going to look like for people to be safe when they get back to the rink. And so for the players in the NHL and in talking to some of those guys, I do know that that's the number one thing right now is they don't necessarily have a blueprint of how this is all going to roll. So I think that once they get that, they'll be probably a little more open to the idea. But until that point, I think the questions will still kind of remain, right, JR? Yeah, yeah. I totally think that it's just the unknown, the fear of the unknown right now. And, Jamie, you know it, how you know these guys are reading the reports and their loved ones are 
reading the reports and the conversations are going on at home. Hey, are you really going to be in Vegas for two and a half months? And, you know, wife and kids or girlfriend are going to be back home. And so those are honest conversations that the players are having, but they don't have any of the answers for their families right now. So when you hear a player do an interview or, or tweet something or, you know, Instagram, they're saying, hey, look, there are still some challenges that we're going to have to get through. And I think, you know, Pierre LeBron's been reporting about this a lot. And he's just saying, hey, everybody, just let's be cautiously uh, optimistic. But again, all it takes is for a good plan to come together, a little progress uh, in, in the world in terms of what's going on with the virus. And then maybe you get a vote that says, uh, let's go play. Uh, again, I think it's just the, the unknown right now. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford. He's the Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. JR, is there anything in particular that you think is going to be the most difficult negotiation or the diff- most difficult conversation between the players and owners moving forward? Is, is there something that you're thinking of when you say that? Well, you know, we touched on it a little bit, but just to expand here, it's just that that bubble. What's it going to look like? I mean, are these guys going to uh, Vegas with uh, six different suits, and uh, and are they going to see their families? Are their families going with them? You know, there are just so many different scenarios out there in terms of what each family is dealing with, and, and so if you've got a a family that's expecting a child, is that player going to be able to fly home to St. Louis or? or uh, you know, Minnesota and be there for the delivery and then fly back to, to Vegas? And do they have to sit out for 14 days when they get back to Vegas in the middle of a series? You know, so that's kind of really specific. I understand that, but those are some of the questions that all these guys have. So to me, you know, it's not like baseball. The finances are set. The money is going to be what it is. They're going to split it uh, 50-50. But I think these teams are coming back. They want to know what the parameters are, and then is it going to be worth it, and then vote based on that. JR, to, to flip a little bit here and, and get to the playoff, the format, we talked to Braden Shen yesterday, and he basically just dismissed it going, we don't even care what the format is. You know, uh, he, he had several reasons and certainly uh, confidence in his team and his teammates. But as you look at the playoff format and now knowing that Braden Shen is just like, whatever's in front of us, we'll just deal with it. What do you think the advantages are for the Blues going into this kind of a format as opposed to maybe some of the bubble teams or maybe some of the less established teams? Well, I think, uh, you know, you're going to have to play well in that round robin. The Blues have a good team, but we don't know what any of these teams are going to look like coming out of, you know, three months off. Uh, So whatever they established before is great, but they still got to come back and and show that they can uh, pick right up where they left off. So you have the Blues. They're on top of the Western Conference, second highest point total in the league. And now you're talking about playing uh, Vegas, Colorado, uh, and uh, Dallas in that round robin. So you, you hope that you can get off, uh, you know, playing well and, and you know, and, and secure one of those top seeds and then play. So I think what Braden Chen is doing there, and I listened to the interview, you know, good job by you guys. Uh, Braden Chen said, hey, we don't care. Let, let's just go play. And I think that's what the mentality of the Blues has been under Craig Berube. You know, we can talk about all the many examples. Uh, Jamie, I'll kind of flip this on you and ask you this quick question. If, you know, that tone that a Braden Shen sets with that comment to me is a little bit different than what the guys in Tampa Bay are saying that, hey, it's not fair. And I understand completely why they're saying it's not fair because of the format. But just look at it from what each team is saying. 
I got to like the team that's going into it with the confidence of saying, hey, let's just go play the game. Yeah, JR, you're 100% right. And this goes back to the culture that Craig Berube and the leadership group have created here. It goes back to hand pass. You know, it, it does. Like, you go back and you look at the obstacles the Blues have had, and every single time there's been a problem, it's, yeah, well, we'll deal with that. We're going to be fine. We're a great team. We'll battle through this. And this is, to, to your point, just another example of that where we don't care what the playoff format is. And when we get back to doing business and we're back to being a team, we're going to be just fine. We know what we have in that locker room, and I trust every single guy in here. And you know why? Because my coach tells me that we're going to be good. So it's all about the attitude and obviously their success that they've had while you know creating that culture. Yeah, just to piggyback, I mean, what if Tampa loses their first couple of games and then everybody says, hey, you shouldn't have been worried about, you know, who you're playing in the format. Just go play the game. So I agree with you there. JR, I did want to ask you one more question. We're talking to Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and the Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford. How about this Vladimir Tarasenko situation? Because he's very likely going to be at 100% by the time that we get back. They're going to have to work him in, though, without him having played any games. And the games that he's going to come back with immediately are meaningful. There's this round robin where it's going to determine what the seeding is for the Blues in the postseason. How difficult do you think that's going to be? And what kind of an impact player do you expect Vladimir Tarasenko to be for the Blues? Yeah, I think he's going to be at 120% by the time they finally get going, right? This has been crazy. Who would have ever thought? I mean, to think that we were wondering if he was coming back too soon, and, and now obviously it's in a situation where he's got plenty of time to heal. And, you know, a lot of good reports. I've talked to some people around that uh, situation, and uh, he's in, in real good shape and, and ready to go. Obviously, he needs to get into game shape. The one thing, BK, that we don't hear a lot about, but I do think it's going to be on the table, is uh, a couple exhibition games before they start that round robin that's not certain that's not in stone uh, but there has been some speculation about the teams playing exhibition games before they get that round robin started i think that would be uh, good for everybody because you're right i mean a tarasenko or whomever uh getting into a game action a meaningful game against uh, the vegas golden knights in game one that, that would certainly be tough so i hope they get a chance to get the right guy in He's Jeremy Rutherford. You can find his work. Theathletic.com is where you find it. You can follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, you're the best man. We appreciate it. You didn't bum me out too much today. I felt like you smoothed <laughs> things over a little bit. All right. Thanks, boys. You're the best man. That's JR joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN.